0: Hey, hey, peace, everyone. Welcome to Spiritual Politics, man. Um, so wow, man, it's been a minute. Um, super busy, I suppose. Super busy, but hey, we are embarking on a six-month commitment over in the Patreon. The Patreon is patreon.com/slash forward Noble Ampoo. You will see the link in the description somewhere in the description. Um, where it's a six month commitment to study this book called the science of getting rich along with some other books I'm gonna talk about in a second, um, which makes a bold claim. And the claim is, listen, if you follow the little tenets, the little mindset, um, in this book, it is a promise that you will be rich. And I said, wow, that is a big promise so much. So let's create a discussion group about it. Okay, it's interesting because discussion groups retain 50% more information, okay? And so discussion groups, it goes up to 75% when you start participating and you start, you know, pretty much practicing, okay, um, the things that are talked about. 90% when you teach it. Okay. So that's in the Patreon. All right. So click on the link below. So I want to talk about, um, discover your one thing now written by Gary Keller, because he has a book called the one thing, which is freaking phenomenal. But this is for those of us who may need a little bit of clarity about our purpose. Okay. Um, I also put this PDF in the Patreon, but it's free. If you go to the one and you kind of go to the free resources, you'll be able to find it and whatnot. And the purpose is to discover what is your purpose and realize your goals. And, um, you know, it starts off with off the top of your head. Let's fortify specific activities you are passionate about. OK, and then quickly list four to five outcomes you are passionate about um and then within those two things one is again specific activities four to five of them and then the outcomes okay four to five of them then circle one of the activities and one of the outcomes that mean the most to you and then guess what that potentially is your one thing And then it further starts to go into, um, you know, shaping your purpose. Um, and by doing that, you know, can you, you know, set a big someday goal, you know, someday what it could be like if it had, you know, if you had no limitations on you. And so this quick little PDF, man, um, was just super great because it helped me bring some things back into clarity especially the someday goal um, helped me bring some things back into focus. And it also helped me understand, um, you know, spiritual politics. See, spirit to me is invisible. um, And that can just simply mean the thoughts, the ideas that go into this vision that you have. The thoughts are invisible. Spiritual also denotes, you know, things more, in relationship to invisible cause um, and the physical effect of something where there's an invisible spiritual cause that's there. Politics simply meaning, you know, the ideologies of groups of people who you align with. It ain't got nothing to do with Democrat, Republican per se. This could be just a group of people who, you know, they have a, philosophy of this right I and mean, maybe i'll do a um, podcast on dave ramsey on his viewpoint of debt he hates debt right but he has many testimonials with his testimonials you know uh, well with his style of teaching he hates to take on debt so get out of debt pay all your debt debt off and live debt free versus grant cardone who's like you're bugging get the loans, get the leverage, and power up, level up, and times 10 your money. Take on debt, which is good debt, leverage. And so and he too has testimonials. So finding a system that is right for you is 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 imperative. Right? So today's exercise of finding your one thing now it helped me put in perspective the spiritual political aspect of my own aspirations right so if you know me then you know that um i love american history american history um we fully don't know it because of our emotions about the brutal aspect of black history in america slavery racism but to the contrary i can show you where um well let me back up a little bit slavery and racism has painted the narrative that the system the government system in of itself is designed to keep the black man and woman especially the black man down You can't win. The system is rigged against you because they don't like you. That has been the historical and current, really, from some teachers who like to teach on, you know, do it for the people. When it comes about black people, it's this element of pain and racism that's there, right? Whereas, to the contrary, you know, I like to start in 1774, before the Declaration of Independence, before the 13 colonies became organized, because they became organized in the Articles of Confederation and the Perpetual Union, uh, 1777, if I'm not mistaken. Before the first shot was fired in the American Revolutionary War, Battle of Concord and Lexington, 1775, 1774, a document was produced by the founders, some of the founders um, in the colonies that told King George in point number two that we're gonna wholly discontinue the slave trade and don't want nothing to do with it come next December. We're not hiring any boats, any vessels that have anything to do with slavery. That was point number two. It was a 12-point grievance. And this is known as the 1774 Articles of Association. Again, this is before the first shot was fired in American Revolutionary War. The intention of the United States government or the intention of this new country that was trying to be founded was anti-slavery. And then a system of measures came to overthrow slavery with within a systematic way that we don't talk about. So as we start to progress, such as the um, 1787 Northwest Ordinance, says no slaves are allowed north of the Ohio River, east of the Mississippi River, and west of the Alleghenies, i.e. Pittsburgh, this new, in this new territory, which would known, be known as Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, those little pockets, the NWO, the real new world order, NWO, is the Northwest Ordinance. This is before the Constitution of, uh, of the United States of America was ratified. The Constitution of America is not ratified until 1789. 1787, a measure, a ordinance was passed that said, when we get these new territories, because Ohio was the first one that became a state within this territory they didn't become a state until what like 1803 1807 somewhere in that little pocket before it even became a state they saying when we expand and get more states no slaves will be allowed in these states slavery won't exist there this is before the constitution of america and the constitution is the bedrock for american law for american what they call jurisprudence right Okay, so nobody talks about the fact that Missouri and the Missouri Compromise wants to come in as a slave state, and then some crafty, intelligent people said, you know what? I tell you what, hey, Massachusetts, we are gonna break up a little bit of your eastern portion, and we're gonna call that, who was that? Um, Maine, Maine, you're gonna come in as a free state to rival Missouri trying to come in as a slave state. In fact, Maine became a state before Missouri became a state and the whole thing was called the Missouri Compromise. Look into it. So when we properly start to understand that, whoa, somebody was on our behalf, wanted us to be free, Creating states so we can be free This ain't Checkers and this is way beyond chess. This is states of consciousness, free or slave. And we see who won out at the end of the day, the free staters, right? That should lift this mental miss uh, conception that the United States government is for my demise. Because see when a black man as a man has in his head and I heard this brother, I'm going to call his name, Tyreek Nasheed on Jesse, what's his name? What's Jesse's name? Because <laughs> he gave him the Kuhn award. <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson show Tyreek Nasheed said, my wife is a victim of white supremacy And I'm a victim of white supremacy. And so when you tell a man he's a victim of white supremacy, you know, know, how far will, will that man really go to establish freedom and success? Although nobody stopped the brother from building a museum. Right? But he's under because he said it out of his own mouth, when they want to, meaning the man, they can come and, you know, stop me when they want to. That's coming from a defeated mindset. And I'm not picking, I'm just, I'm just showing you the two different ideologies where in truth, the history shows somebody was on our side and those somebody's that agenda won. So the one thing Help me get back in alignment with my financial slash spiritual political purpose. Because the challenge that I like to see is how can I create something that is going to end what we perceive to be the racial wealth gap? The wealth thing is easy because the only thing you really got to do technically is on what you already doing to get money. If you can flip one house per year, the average take home from a flip from a couple years ago, when I look and I need to update this was like 60 something thousand. If you can hit that average on top of what you already earned, you would actually earn more than what your white counterpart earns in society on average if you can just flip one house per year when you look out into the landscape this is an this is an, a time of unprecedented wealth you got people getting rich off youtube videos today literally We're in a time of unprecedented wealth, meaning there's more wealthy black Americans now than has ever been recorded. Where is racism at now? Far as wanting to stop you from getting rich. It doesn't exist in that pocket to stop you from capitalizing off your endeavors. Not saying racism don't exist at all. We saying as a system, it doesn't exist to stop you. Now, see, 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 I can see it. Who wants to argue that, hey, the white man doesn't want to stop it. see, he's going to do this, boom, 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 boo, boo, And it comes from a very fear-orientated perspective. You really want to get into a debate and argue why white supremacy is great and greater than our collective consciousness to be able to do something for ourselves? That's being their cheerleader. Right? So the wealth portion of it is easy. The race thing is when we properly understand American history, we should be able to, I would like to think reformat how we classify ourselves in America. I close with this. I said this before the three-fifths thing. Oh, the government saw us. as three-fifths of a human being. You're lying. No, they didn't. So you're going to have to get a piece of paper out to, to, to pictualize, visualize what I'm about to tell you. In that clause, it's a clause in the constitution. United States government is talking to the house of representatives in how they will be established. So the house of representatives, well, who represents the slaves? The representatives down where? North or South? South, not the North, right? Okay. So this is talking to the Southern slave master house of representative. Let's be clear. It's talking to them. And the rules is you can count all of the white citizens. You can't count Indians. And you can only count three fifths of all other persons. Which you can say, okay, you can only count three fifths of the slave population. If the slave population is one million, for simple math, you can't count one million of them. You can only count three fifths. Three fifths is 60%. 60% of a million is 600,000. You can only count 600,000 slaves. Watch this each representative can only represent. 30,000 people and then another representative comes in and represents the other 30,000 people so if there are a million slaves on the census divided by 30,000 maximum people per representative that will equal 33 representatives in congress if they count the entire slave population solely but if you only count 600,000 you can only count three-fifths if you can only count 600,000 divided by 30,000 per rep that equals 20 representatives in congress if you count all of the slaves there's 33 if you count 600,000 there's 20. in this example we just shrank the southern white slaveholder representation in congress that is a plus in our favor but yet we walk around here and say, the government saw us as three-fifths as a human being. Just because I allow you, I allow Sue, I allow Wu into the party and don't allow Boo Boo and Johnny to come in, that don't mean Boo Boo and Johnny are three-fifths of a human being. I simply said I can only count the three out of the five who came. You three are coming in, you other two, You're not allowed. That has nothing to do with the value of who you are. Nothing. This is what my passion is right here, because that's the truth. And to parrot misinformation further puts the people in a spell of fear and defeat. And I don't like it very unmanly okay so anyway check us out in the patreon join this journey with us make a commitment like you've never made a commitment before and let's have a group discussion every sunday at 8 p.m eastern and every wednesday at 8 p.m eastern from now until may the 26th six-month commitment love to see you there all right peace